I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello, this is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala, God's servant to the nations and curator of the worldwide kindness revolution. God has sent him into many nations, and in those nations, he has changed those nations one life at a time. And today we know that you will be blessed by the word of God. Today's topic is praise as a spiritual weapon. So we also want to let you know that you can view Get Connected on Spotify, Google, Apple, Amazon, and YouTube. So here is Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hear me, I don't care how much the enemy tries to attack you. You can use the instrument of praise to defeat the enemy. Praise is a neutralizer. It neutralizes your enemy. Let me give you an example. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the Bible says that there are three nations that rose up against the children of Israel, Ammon, Moab, and Montseer. They all came together, and their goal was to destroy Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. And some came and they told Jehoshaphat, they said, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea. They are coming from Syria. They are coming from Azazon, which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat himself was so fearful. And he, he went before God and seek God and began to pray. And, 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 and the entire Judah gathered together to seek help from God and all the city of Judah. And, and he prayed. He was eulogizing God. You know, there are certain things we say out of desperation. Yeah. He said all those. And, and, and then, then nothing is still changing until when a man of God came to them. He said, you don't need to fight in this battle. He said, he said, you won't need to fight in this battle. And, and, and the man is, is, is Jahazael, who is the son of Zachariah, the son of Beniah. Okay. And he said, listen, you Judah, you inhabitant of Jerusalem, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord said. Don't be afraid. Don't be dismayed because of the multitude you have against you. He said, the battle is not yours. He said, the battle is God's. He said, tomorrow go down against them and you will surely defeat them. You won't need to fight. And what are we going to do then? The Bible says, then Jehoshaphat bowed his face and, and began to worship God. That's the key. As he was worshiping God, God gave him strategy. He said, the Levite, the Kohatite, and the children of Korahite, they must stand up 
to praise God of Israel. So they stood up with voices loud and high. Mm. Hear me, brother. I know you are very decorous. You don't like to shout. Well, there are times that your shout is a weapon mm -hmm. in praise. Yes. Hear this. He said, they stood up to praise the Lord God, verse 19. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 19. They, they, they stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. I don't know what anybody would not understand by loud and high. Right. It means loud and high. That's the definition of yes. loud and high. And they arose early in the morning and went out. Now look at verse 21. He says, And when they had consulted the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord. He appointed those who should sing and who should praise the beauty of holiness. Mm. As they went out before the army, what were they saying? They were saying, praise the Lord for his mercies endures forever. So they tie praise and mercy together. Mm. Because remember I told you, thanksgiving brought you into the gate, through the gate, Praise take you into the court, mm -hmm. and then you now worship in his presence. What do you get? Mercy. Yes. For his mercy endures forever. This is it. Verse 22 of 2 Chronicles chapter 20 now say, When they began to sing and to praise, they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against their enemies. Wow. What did what did what, what moved God to set ambush against their enemy? Praise. The Lord sent ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Monsea, who had come against Judah and they were defeated. Now, I don't believe a whole nation is against you. I think one or two demonets is running after you, <laughs> and it's not even a full-grown demon, and you can't sleep. But for this man. Three nations were against them, and they used praise to defeat three nations. This is how powerful praise is. You see, the, the Bible says, when the children of Judah began to praise God, the language of their enemy were confused. Because who will not be confused? We want to attack these people they were dancing. What are you? What did they do to you? Why are you shouting at them? The fight starts. The fact that you give the devil too much attention, that's why it's after you. The <laughs> devil loves attention. And the only way you can diminish his importance is when you start to praise God. You diminish the importance of the impact of the devil and Satan when you start to praise God. You see, that is why praise is a weapon that believer uses to destroy the enemy. They praise him. And, and the thing is this. When you praise God, he lifts your eyes from the battle to your victory. Yes. Your battle is no longer yours. Christ is already your victor. So you just praise him, you know. And, and, and when your victor is leading you, how can you lose? 
you are serving a God who can never lose. He can never lose. Have you ever noticed the way God multiplies your faith when you begin to praise him? Your faith develops. I see people, they were they were downcast, and, and then as praise, real biblical praise yes. is going on, their, their countenance changed. There are times when it is more important to praise God than to pray. Because sometimes when you praise God, all you need to finish up is thanking God for what he has done. Yes. Because you know he's faithful. You know who is faithful. He's faithful. Praise lift your eyes from the battle to victory. That's what I want you to see. When you need faith, there are two steps to take. Go to God's word and begin to praise him. Those two will increase your faith anytime. When you need faith, you want your faith to grow. Two steps you take. You go to the word of God and you begin to praise. You begin to praise God for the word that you have received. When you put the two together, it's like hydrogen and oxygen. You will make water out of it. No. So stop worrying. Stop fearing. Try praising God. Do you need faith? Praise God. Do you need healing? Praise God. Do, do you need uh, financial breakthrough? Praise God. You see, praise in warfare is not telling what God to do, which is what we always do in prayer. Praise, do not tell what God what is to do. For example, if I'm praying for something now, Lord, you need to help me do this. Do this, do this, so they can think I'm praying. I will end it in Jesus' name. Right. You understand? I have already said <laughs> what I want to say, which is presenting uh, God. You, 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 right. you, you know, I need a car. I, I need a better house. Uh, uh, I need it. Uh, so, so they can say I'm a Christian in Jesus' name. Right. So, so, so we we wrap it in Jesus' name. <laughs> Are you hearing me? But we actually went to God to protest. Mm -hmm. How can you give Brother John a nice car, a nice house, in a nice neighborhood? And look at my zip code. He has not changed in 28 years. God, you need to change my zip code in Jesus' name. So, so, so everybody around me knows, amen. You know, but you don't do that in praise. There is no, praise is, the, is one of the few things we do on Sundays when we come together, that we actually give to God. The rest we take from God. Great praise is the one of the few things. Worship and praise mm -hmm. and thanksgiving. Those three things are the things we do that actually we are presenting to God. Every other thing we are taking from God. We take from him. So that's, praise does not flatter God. But praise incur his favor. Is in in call his favor. It, it 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 enthrones God back on the throne that belongs to Him. Yes. Sometimes we try to think the throne belongs to us. Mm. So we say, I've, "I've been in this church for twenty two years. Nobody recognized me." It's not about you. It's about God. You know. The Bible says in Daniel chapter eleven verse thirty two. Those who do wickedly against the covenant, he shall corrupt with flattery. But the people who know their God shall be strong and carry out great exploits. 
what other way to know God except through praise? When you know him through praise, it is then that he can, you can do great exploit. Now, let me, let me end this section with this. It is the quality of your praise that determine the level of your race. Mm. If you want God to raise you up, start with praise. Wow. Your praise determines your race. I'll be right back. Bishop, thank you so much. That was so uh, insightful and, and revelatory to us as believers and helping us to understand the importance of praise. We want you to continue to stay with us. There's so much more to come in understanding how we as believers can delve into the area of praise greater than we ever have before. So stay tuned. We'll be back with more after these announcements. Kingdom Connection Christian Center's free food bank is open to all. Our food bank is open every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, call 720-859-1737. To join our text list and receive prophetic declarations from the bishop, service notifications, and links to join our live service and general information, text GRACE to 833-397-1448. Join us on our podcast platforms. Search Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala on Spotify, Apple, Google, Pandora, and Amazon Music Podcasts. Welcome back to Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. And here we are talking about the importance of praise. And Bishop, you have just done a fantastic, glorious job in literally bringing that before us as believers. Bishop, uh, you shared so much um, in the earlier section of this topic on praise. But I remember you uh, sharing, and when you said it, I said, that's a word for somebody in our listening audience, or it could be a word for someone in this studio. And that is when you began to read from the scriptures, where it says, you don't need to fight this battle. Yeah. Yeah. That was just so profound. Yeah. And Bishop, I'd like for you to expound on that because sometimes we do face battles as believers, but we try to take it into our own hands and mm -hmm. figure it out in our own heads and use our muscles to work it out and everything. Mm -hmm. But Bishop, what really happens when a believer trusts God so much that when they have that battle, that mm -hmm. situation, that issue, that circumstance, mm -hmm. that they can just go before God in praise knowing that he's going to take care of it. Well, the first thing is this. It's a, it's a declaration of faith in the one who spoke. You know, you just said it. How would they know that to show that God would take care of it? Yes. You show it by praising God. But let me take a step back. 
thanksgiving leads to thanks living. Thanks living is a natural state of praise. Can I say it again? Thanksgiving leads to thanks living. L-I-V-I-N-G. And when you are living a life of thanksgiving, you are automatically put into environment of praise. And what does that do? Praise grants you access into the presence of God. You don't need to fight many battles that you are fighting if you are listening to me. Because you have skipped the step of thanksgiving. I like practical Christianity to break it down so you know. Let me give an example. Your boss did not like you at work. The first thing you need to do is to show appreciation to that boss in an unusual way that the boss will not have no choice but to recognize you. What do we do? We fight back. When you skip thanksgiving and appreciation, your praise will not be meaningful. Are you hearing me? If I, if I, if I, if I want something from somebody, I don't care what they've done. I will first of all thank them for what they've done. And I will praise them for what, for who they are. I will say to them, I don't, I don't know how you are doing this. Only a unique, wonderful individual like this can do this. I really appreciate you. God bless you. I don't care what they have done or what they have in mind. It will soften it. Now I know there are some who are just, you know, really wicked. But that's exception, not the rule. Most times you will soften that person. And then they will say, hey, what do you, what do you want? And then you present your request. Unfortunately, we do the same thing when we go to God. We go to God to give him catalogs of things that he has not yet done. And even when he has done it for us, we use it against him. i give you another example. Somebody was looking for a job. He would be in church all the time. And he would pray. And then God gave him a job. What, did, what happened? He's no longer coming to church. So pastor saw him and said, We've not, he said, ha, Pastor, God understands. Since I got this job, I don't, I don't even have time to breathe. What did you think he has just told God? You caused this problem. And sometimes if God loves that person enough, he will let him lose the job so he can have more time for him. Because God preferred that you be with him than to do for him. He created us human beings, not human doers. Christ wants you to be with him. So if anybody wants praise to become a weapon that they will not undermine, mm -hmm. they must start with thanksgiving. Make a thanksgiving to become a thanks living. Appreciate people around you. Appreciate God. Appreciate yourself. Appreciate your little um, achievement. Don't undermine anybody. You know what you are doing? you are creating a big capacity for praise. If you tell your friends to start telling you the problem they are going through, 
you will sit in front of that friend from morning till evening, he yes. will still have something to say. Mm -hmm. If you want him or her to shut up, tell him to start naming 10 things God has done for him. By the time he spoke four, he's out of words, he's ready to go. How do you stop gossiper from gossiping to your ear? Tell them, let's start worshiping. Let's start praising God. <laughs> yes. And end of conversation. Mm -hmm. Now, the same thing with the devil. The enemy comes and he began to minister to you about somebody else. Turn it around and start to praise God. Thank God for the person. Thank, praise God for who God is and enjoy the grace of God and extend that grace to the person they are talking about. That, that battle has been won. It works in work. It works in home. It works in any situation. Praise is a weapon that we use to silence the mouth of the enemy. You see, praise eradicates sorrow. You found yourself in sorrow. Start by thanking God, enter into praise. He turned my mourning into dancing. He said to them, weep not for the lion of the tribe of Judah has prevailed in Revelation chapter five. You see, the word of praise is the word that God cannot ignore. God, if you pray, God will send an angel to answer your prayer. When you praise, God shows up himself. Mm. Because he will not delegate praise. When you pray, he sends angel. Peter was in prison. The people were praying. God sent an angel. And he released them. He released Peter. Paul and Silas were in prison and they were praising God. Yes. God came down. How do you know? <laughs> the foundation of the prison shook. And they didn't see anybody. Angel didn't come. God himself came. Are you with me? Yes. With praise, not just prayer, with praise, Sidrak Misada Begnigo yes. went into fire. <laughs> when they got there praising God, who joined them? God himself. God. You see, that is what praise does. When you find yourself in a place that you constantly complaining, don't say, I will start to praise God now. There is a step you have skipped. And that is thanksgiving. thanksgiving. You need to go back to thanksgiving, build your foundation of thanksgiving, and then walk yourself into praise. Before you know it, you move from praise into worship. Mm. And when you begin to worship, the first thing you will notice is that you have mercy just in front of you, that regardless of what you have done, God has forgiven you. And then after you have obtained mercy, you found mercy, you will now see grace. What does that mean? Which means when you come out of that experience, the first person you meet, you must show them grace. The first person you encounter will not be kill them, shoot them. We are Christian. We must kill all the unbelievers. Mm. You have not met Jehovah. You have met your pastor. Any Christian, I don't care what they are tied to it, bishop, archbishop, pope, whatever, that talks about Christian beating up another Christian. I mean, look at the last election, even for politics. Yeah. Christian, born again, mm -hmm. they call, at least quote unquote, you listen to them, you say, did you ever find Jesus? Did you know Jesus of the Bible or the Jesus you want? Now, there are so many people serving Jesus they want, which is different from Jesus of the Bible. Jesus of the Bible is full of grace and truth. That's what 
John chapter chapter three todos. I mean chapter one todos. He was full of grace and truth. When you are where, where you where you are not thankful, you will be godless. Because if you are not thankful, you cannot be praiseful. And until you are praiseful, you cannot be godful. It starts with being thankful. So those people, I will say to them, increase your capacity for appreciating God, yes. for appreciating your friend, for appreciating your church, for appreciating your nation, for appreciating people that don't think like you. Paul said, I thank God for you all. And the people he was thanking God for were the same people that wanted to kill him. Are you with me? So appreciating people, developing an attitude of gratitude is your entryway into a lifestyle of praise. And when praise becomes your lifestyle, worship will soon become your lifestyle. When you start worshiping, revelation comes. What to do? And that's why I always say praise is what you do when you don't know what to do. Because he mm -hmm. ushers you into the presence of God through worship. And brothers and sisters, we have so much we want to say. You don't need to fight the battle you are fighting. Yes. God has already won the battle yes. for you. I want you to go back to a place of thanksgiving and then enter into praise. And as you do that, the Spirit of the Lord will welcome you into his presence. And your worship will not will be beyond just songs. It will be a revelation of who God is and who you are in him. And what you will discover is that when the enemy tries to condemn you, you are looking at the mercy seat right there in the, in, in the Holy of Holies. All you are seeing is God's mercy, and then you obtain grace. And what do you do with that grace? You show it to others. That is divine influence upon your heart that is manifesting. In your life let me pray with you before we go we continue next week father i thank you for this wonderful month of of praise as we discuss the subject of praise you will open our eyes to see the the importance of praise as a weapon to defeat satan to defeat frustration to defeat sorrow and in fact to defeat poverty in our life i thank you because your people as they step from thanksgiving into praise, miracles will begin to happen in their life. In the name of Jesus. Till we meet again next week. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.